Welcome to the Unconventional Ministry Podcast, where the conversation is about fresh ministry ideas and innovative approaches. I'm Dennis Weens, your host, Vice President for Ministry Partnerships at Sat7 USA. My guest today is Ben Myers, founder of the Actors Bible, a powerful and unique innovation that gives families and groups everything they need to easily enact the Bible in making disciples. So Ben, it's great to have you on this Unconventional Ministry podcast to explain this app that you have. Thank you so much, Dennis. I really appreciate this time and this opportunity to share. So you have a family, and as I read through some of this material, you wanted a way to disciple your children as well as help other fathers uh, disciple their children. It's expanding from that. So let's start. What was the motivation for you to develop an app like this for discipling your own children? Thank you so much. Um, Yes. So my wife and I um, run an inner city ministry called Inner City Movement, and it was birthed out of probably one of the roughest areas of the Philadelphia region, um, just where there's a lot of uh, drug addiction and prostitution and crime and people really struggling um, just to to live on a daily basis. And we really <clears throat> saw how God had us come and do arts evangelism in that area. I was um, on missions from my church in Indiana. Uh, where we really did a lot of arts outreach using um, the gospel, but through um, mime and theater and things like that. So we came on missions doing that. And I worked with my um, soon-to-be wife, Felicita, who did liturgical dance and and worship in that way. We combined that under a tent crusades that her father uh, ministry was was leading in. And we just saw how so many young people were coming to desire to participate, to watch, and we thought, wow, this would be a great way to disciple young people through arts outreach. And we began to do that for about uh, five to seven years. We would travel around the greater Philadelphia area, uh, really showing churches how they can um, bring aboard their young people and get them discipled and then have outreaches through enacting largely scripture um, through the arts. And that was awesome. We did that for many years. And then we came into a theater, a 1920s movie palace used to have 1600 seats and we renovated it and continue to work with thousands of young people. And we basically were a drop-off ministry, like, hey, bring your young people, you know, five to 15, 17, come and we'll disciple, we'll be your spiritual champions, and we'll pour out the strength of our youth to disciple them. And that went on for years. And we saw this phenomenon of while they seemed to have a lively faith while they were with us, after leaving our programming, we saw that upwards of 70 to 80% of them were no longer serving the Lord in their social media posts and uh, made evident through, you know, their struggles and ups and downs, but the broad strokes, we were very concerned. We're like, what's going on, Lord? At the same time, my wife and I, who had longed to be parents for a long time and couldn't, all of a sudden found out that we were going to have our first child. That was my daughter, who is now 12. And it really shook me to the core. Like, I was so excited, but the fear of the Lord literally gripped me, and I knew enough that my sins were going to have an impact on my soon-to-arrived daughter. Before then, I was okay with living in sin, though I had professed Christ since I was a young one leading a ministry, but I was still living and planning and practicing sin, a hidden hidden sins, and that my family, didn't, my wife didn't even know about, and it really took this child coming into the world that she was, I was going to be a dad. It shook me to the core. The fear of the Lord gripped me and he thrust me into his word. 
And the nine months that my daughter was coming into the world, I, I read the Bible with trembling hands from Genesis Revelations probably three times. And now I knew the glory of his big story of who he was, how holy he is, what it requires to be made right before him. And, and the glory and my need of the gospel. You see, I have been right. playing Jesus on the cross for so many years. I came from Fort Wayne, Indiana. I just felt like everybody loved Jesus. And I felt like I was good enough the way I was. But I really didn't know and understand my dire need to be saved. And so at the age of 30, as my daughter was soon to come into the world, as she was delivered, so was I. And after that, the Lord just radically changed me. His spirit really taught me. And as I went through the word of God again, I saw, wow, we've all been casted to play a specific role that we could play uh, in his story. And we present the gospel through our daily lives in that way. So I saw Amen. as a father, I've been casted to wash my wife with the word, to lay down my life for my bride as Christ did his church. And then for my um, and for, for me to not provoke my children to wrath, but to raise them in the fear and the admonition of the Lord. Two scriptures, and then in Deuteronomy 6, 6 um, where it says, Father, um, well, speaking to fathers and speaking to parents, to um to teach these things diligently. Um, to your children and you're going out and you're coming in and you're lying down and you're getting up. I was like, that's a lot. How do I make disciples of my children, Lord? Right. And in that cry, um, I found out that a hundred years ago, 200 years ago, it was normative for dads to get up early in the morning, spend time with their fam- uh, with God, and then have something called family worship. I was like, well, right. what's this family worship? I've never heard of this before. Maybe this is the key of why I lived in dysfunction for 30 years not just thinking I was good enough, but but I was void of God's word. What is this family worship? And as I discovered, it was simply praying a prayer, singing a song, reading a text and talking about it. I was like, I could do this. So I gathered my young family at the time. I think I had three or four kids by that point. And I said, oh, and I began to pontificate the scriptures going on and on. And, and my wife was distracted, had food on the, on the stove. My kids were having meltdowns. There was a bathroom malfunction. I was like, God, this is horrible help. And he said, cast parts like you do in the theater ministry. It's like, Very ah, good. I got it. All right. You're Abraham, you're Sarah, you're Lot, you're the sheep. My family ran around the house, gathered props, little costumes. And we went story by story as we role-played the scriptures and used um, leading methodology that I had discovered was going and fueling the underground church in Muslim countries, Asian countries of asking application questions. What did you learn about God's character? What did you learn about the others? And what will you obey? And we yeah. began to apply that to each story, made a song out of straight scripture. So we were singing God's word and we went through the entirety of scripture. And I was the most, the, the biggest one that was impacted, though my whole family was transformed in this process. That's amazing journey wow. that God's taken you on, you know, you. over a number of years. I think what's exciting about this app that you're building is that it uses all learning styles, hmm. you know, the written, the oral, the visual, the kinesthetic, and it brings it all together in one place, like you're describing what you did with your family. Now you're able to capture that and offer that uh, unique approach to youth and families. And, you know, one thing that struck me as you were talking is that no matter how much you're doing, good things you're doing and families bring their kids, they still need the father figure. They still need their dads involved in their lives. And uh, I think you realize that God showed you that. And uh, this app comes out of that. 
And uh, so you're the creator of the Actor's Bible. So I think we're, you were starting to describe what that is, role-playing scripture, taking people through discipleship using technology. That's right. Um, and as we created this we and, and we're doing this in our home, we also started using it in the theater. And the Lord really chastened me. He says, Ben, how many of the kids here have fathers? And I looked around and actually all of them had a living father, though they might not have been present in the home. And he said, the same way that you're going after the children, I want you to take all that zeal and go after the dad. Because if you want to sow well, Ben, you'll do it my way. And that is the order that I've placed, that a father has more authority in his pinky to impact his child, whether negative or positive, than 100 million seminary trained students. And so I was like, wow, you know what? We're switching trajectory. Now we're going after, yes, the target is the child, but we're going after the dad. And so there's nothing more important than the dad, than the wife, but we have specific roles according to scripture that we need to carry out and we're going to be held accountable before the Lord. So we began to create this app and this app, Actors Bible, is the entirety of scripture as a script. As 62 acts, 806 scenes, the entire Bible written as a script. So really easy to engage with. So you're sitting down, who wants to play what part? And it uh, and as people volunteer, you just go ahead and drop that their name onto the character's part and they get points for doing each scene and they title up, um, which is enticing for young people to keep track of it. But it was really helpful for a dad too, to know which stories we've gone through chronologically through scripture with the goal of going through the entirety of the Bible within one to three years. We feel that that's important to disciple your family within that scope of time, and then you can do it again. Um, but to get that really foundational um, practice in of doing family devotions and the word of God on a regular, consistent way, I didn't have that in my life because my dad, nobody came alongside my dad to say, hey, as a new first-generation believer, this is really your main job. This is your most important job to lead family devotions, regular daily dose of God's word delivered to your family faithfully. So we wanted to make this app so easy and also um a tool, we call it director dad, for another dad to come along that dad to really partner with him and get him up off the ground doing his family devotions. So Going everyone, back to that, everyone in this group then would need to have like a smart device, a smartphone and the app. And then through the app, their script is given to them that's and right. their role. And so they act that out then as they read it. That's right. In the future, we'll probably do a printed version of Actors Bible for places that don't have any internet whatsoever. But currently, yes, it's on any smart device. Uh, the app version will be out at the end of January, but the full functioning app right now is on any web-based tool. So if you open up your phone, go to actors.bible, you make a login and you start picking your first scene and you give the code word or a QRL code to other participants, they join into your lobby and now you can cast them in real time into the parts they're going to play. Um, as a dad, I can go ahead and put all my family members already in there. So for easy drop and drag right into there, because my kids don't have devices. So we just use one device in my family. And then I screen share my phone onto my flat screen TV. So everyone can be brought into the Bible right there. It scrolls. Once you hit select your characters, there's an audio drama of professional actors doing that scene. I usually serve my kids breakfast as we listen to the audio drama so that we can really get a sense of the scene with all the music and the song and done by professional actors. Then Very we good. say, 
we say everyone to the couch and family meeting time and they come to the couch and we practice the song. It has karaoke words and it's straight scripture, usually very easy. Sometimes it's a rap, sometimes it's country, sometimes it's classical. It's a mixed genre to keep it interesting and engaging. And then once we've practiced the song, we hit start presentation. It then takes over any connected devices along with your flat screen TV or just on your phone. And it launches that teleprompter, which spoon feeds each participant their lines. As the director, I can speed it up. I can slow it down. I can pause it and it doesn't break. It just, it's an easy, um, a very flexible format that just loops the sound effects, the visuals. My family traveled to Israel, Turkey, Egypt, Greece, and we captured in 360 all the Bible locations where the stories, the accounts actually happened. And we put it into the app. So now the family can view that and they can move the participants can move the screen around so you can see it in 360. And it's marrying the set with the scriptures. And it's very, very powerful for this for people to know like, wow, this isn't a fairy tale. This isn't magic. This is real. And this is miraculous. And it actually happened. At the end of the scene, after the families have acted it out, the software says, what did you learn about God's character? And it says for each participant, Isaiah, what did you learn about God's character? What did you learn about the other characters? And what will you obey? And we tenderly before the Lord, we pray, let some time go. And then Isaiah will start. I will, I will forgive my brothers as Joseph forgave when, when they were wrong to him. And then we put that in and each participant answers that. The next time we come into family meeting, it says, Isaiah, you made a commitment to be kind to your brothers, to forgive them, even when they do their own. How did that go for you? And he ranks himself from very good to poor. And we pray about it. We admonish, encourage the successes. And that's how players go from a player to a disciple, to an obedient disciple, to a disciple maker with the goal, again, of going through the entirety of scriptures in, with one to three years. Have you found that dads have embraced this because uh, it involves some technology and uh, in the home? Uh, what's been the response of fathers? Yeah, um, dads have wholeheartedly embraced it. I backpedal sometimes when it comes to the song. And I say, dad, you, there's an option you can just click that says you're going to read the lines instead of sing the song. And the software knows that you're not going to sing the song and you're just going to read it because I, I sometimes have a fear that dads aren't going to be the ones who want to sing a song. But dads are the ones who report back to me the most often. I love the songs. We're singing them all day long. My kids can't stop singing them. And some of these guys are some of the most burly, husky, you know, country guys that are saying this, which is really encouraging to hear. Um, as far as role playing, um, you know, I, I really believe my theater background is why the Lord has brought me into this position to say, dad. You know, as much emphasis and excitement that you're bringing to that television set on a regular basis for your sports, where your kids are seeing you scream and yell and holler and hoot as you root on your favorite team, we need to bring that emphasis to God's word. And that's what marks a generation with the that dad is excited about this. I'm going to be excited about this. Charles Spurgeon was quoted to say, you know, the worst thing that we could do to God's word as pastors is to bring lies or things that aren't true to God's word. The second worst thing we could do is not bring enough emphasis to God's scriptures because it's not boring and it's powerful and it's life changing. And Amen. so I believe as I'm equipping dads to lead in their role as director dad, 
that they should bring some excitement, some energy. And it doesn't take much for dad to switch on that switch of, I get to play and tussle and have fun and have childlike faith with my kids. That's awesome. It doesn't take much for dads to be like, I want to do that. As dads are letting their children ride them around the room as a donkey of, as Jesus, you know, riding into Jerusalem on the donkey. It's, it's something so tender happens in that moment that's life-altering, generational for, for both the dad and the child and the mom as she's watching this. And fathers, as they become the hero that they've always been casted to be, wives are just weeping, saying, this is what I always hoped for, that my husband would understand that it's his role to play the, this part of directing and, and leading his family in God's word on a regular basis. Very good. I work for an international broadcast media ministry based in the Middle East, and we have four satellite TV channels in uh, Arabic, Farsi, and Turkish, and we just launched a global app as well. I'm I'm wondering if what you've created here in America uh, transcends cultures, can be adapted to other languages, other cultures. Are you thinking in terms of a multilingual uh, component to your app? Yes, that is our absolute focus for 2023 to begin to journey into that. Um, So our first translation is going to be in Spanish, uh, then Korean, and then we want to run into every other language group quickly as the Lord allows. Um, And so that is our heart. We are in Upper Darby where there's 200 languages spoken every day. Uh, And so we are beginning to envision where we're going to have time frames here at our theater. We have a theater that's a 360 degree projection dome with moving seats, wind set, mist, snow, flying actors, and Actors Bible runs that space as well too with seven edge blend projectors. So families literally come in and they're able to pick a story, enact the scenes with multiple families and step into the Bible using Actors Bible in this participational experience, but then be able to do it at home where the real work is of discipleship and evangelism. So we begin to envision here with this such diverse community of where we can have congregational meetings that in every different language represented in this community, where they begin to do the experience as corporate worship together, as a simple church structure, as we plant churches in essence uh, in these heart languages, and that they would then own the translation in a sense where they're coming into the recording studio here on our headquarters. They're they're re-reading these in, in their language. And then also where they're helping with the actual translation of the script at the same time. So we've begun um, just early testings in this. We have one pastor who leads a Spanish congregation that's going to be bringing in his congregation here to use Actors Bible for their communal worship experience, but then he's going to begin to do the translation. He speaks in um, Korean, Spanish, French, and um yeah, those are the three, and English, obviously. So he's begun to, on the fly, as the teleprompter is scrolling, the sound effects are coming in, he's translating on the on the fly. We're able to record that for that video, for the audio, and then easily put that into our existing structure of Actors Bible, where all the sound effects trigger right on, your, on cue and all of that for the most robust experience. So yes, we are excited. So do you have a time frame for a translation, how long you project a, a translation to take, and do you have a projected cost, what a cost would be for a translation into a new language? 
Yeah, I I do not at this time. Like we're we're early on in the exploring um, what it's going to take, and that's why we've reached out to um, ministries such as yourself to see if there's some partnering that we could do to accelerate the work and to really get this. We believe that's going to be it's both the heart language of technology, experiential, participational, discovery-based Bible study in this role-playing orality method, but it's then putting it into the heart language of that individual as well too, the real language. Um, I think it's just going to be really powerful and we want to partner and run well and quickly um, with other ministries to accelerate that work. Well, how can people learn more about what you're doing and maybe sign up for uh, doing this uh, new model of uh, family devotions or family discipleship. Awesome. So they go to actors.bible. So www.actors.bible and click on sign up and you can try it for free. If you love it, it's $10 a month for your family to experience it, the entirety of scripture. Uh, if you sign up for the whole year at one time, it's $8 in some sense uh, for your monthly charge. And and if a congregation wants to begin to use this for a more age-integrated, a very experiential Sunday morning worship, Saturday worship, whatever, whenever they meet, um, those are different rates there of $20, $50 based on the congregational size. So again, I encourage you to check it out, uh, get on their website. It's a very powerful app. It's a very unique approach. I think you're really going to like what this offers in terms of family devotions and going through the Bible together. So I encourage you to get on the app. Well, Ben Myers, thank you for joining me on the Unconventional Ministry Podcast. This is a refreshing idea and an innovative approach for sure. Thank you so much, Dennis. That means so much. In our changing world, there are more ways than ever to do ministry. SAT7 as a broadcast media ministry is changing how ministry is done. Through innovative approaches, collaborative efforts, broadcast satellite television, web streaming, and social media, SAT7 is making a difference. Visit SAT7 online today at sat7usa.org to learn ways you can be a part of this kingdom work. If you've enjoyed this conversation, please share it with your friends. If you know of an unconventional ministry approach, please introduce us. We'd like to have them on as guests. Thank you again for joining this episode of the Unconventional Ministry Podcast. Thank you.